G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. It turns out that our priorities have an enormous impact on how we feel about our lives. So if we want to live an abundant, satisfying life, we need to get our priorities sorted out. We need to put first things first. So what should come first? Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond and welcome to the program today as we take a bit of a look at your priorities from a different perspective. Most people these days live hectic lives, just making it through. I mean, some people listening to this program, it's a touch-and-go thing every day just to find enough food. Others, they're drowning in emails and more things on their list of things to do than they can possibly get done. Others are sinking in a sea of loneliness. Whatever it is, whoever we are, wherever you're at in your life, we can find so many things, really important things, to clutter up our daily to-do list. Personally, my list of things to do is as long as my arm and then some. There are the personal things I have to do. Things to do with writing and recording and producing this radio program. There's an organisation to run, people to meet, this project, that project, a new idea over here and a new idea over there. And then I receive a few hundred emails pretty much every day. Some of them are junk, but many of them are people asking me to do this or get involved in that or can you answer this question for me, please? Or can you help me with my new project? Can you please write an endorsement for the book that I'm writing? Welcome to my world. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not complaining and none of those things are terribly bad at all. But the point is that with so many more things to do than I can possibly fit into my day, my week or even my year, my process for deciding what I do is absolutely critical. One of the big mistakes I used to make was to answer my emails first thing each morning. I receive emails 24-7 from around the world, so I used to sit down in the morning, which, given that I'm a morning person, is my most lucid and productive time, and start answering emails. After a while, I realised I wasn't getting anything else done. Because by putting emails first, I was putting other people's priorities first. I was in fact dancing to their tune instead of sorting out for myself what was most important for my agenda, the things that I needed to do first. There's a well-known principle or framework that you read in a lot of management books that sets out the difference between what's urgent and what's important. And what you discover is that almost nothing that's urgent is important and almost nothing that's important is urgent. And yet most of us are reactive. We react to the urgent things, or at least to the things that other people say are urgent. And so we spend most of our time doing urgent things instead of important things. Day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year. And before you know it, your life is slipping away doing a whole bunch of things which, in the scheme of things, may well be making you extremely busy. But how important are they really? What of lasting value do they produce? What of lasting value does your life produce? You see my point here? How are you spending your life? And are the things that you're spending your time on important and worthwhile? I guess I'm asking those questions for you to ask them of yourself and to answer them. Come on, 
be brutally honest. For instance, making sure I have some time with my beautiful wife Jackie is important. Making sure I encourage her, give her a hug and a kiss, spend some unhurried time with her in the morning over breakfast is really important. But it's not urgent. It's not as urgent, say, as an email that comes in from a radio station somewhere around the world that says, oh, we weren't able to download tonight's radio program from your FTP server. And yet what I used to do, because remember, mornings are my most productive time, is get up really early and spend no time at all with Jackie over breakfast and just work furiously through that time. And by the time she comes home from work and I come home from work in the evening, we're both tired and there you go. We haven't spent any time together. Do you see how easily this can happen in people's lives? The urgent trumps the important almost every time. And before you know it, your life's falling apart. Things are in a mess. Marriages are failing. All because we allowed the urgent to crowd out the important. Scary, isn't it? So these days I make sure that almost every morning during the week I'm around to share a time with my wife for breakfast. Sometimes I'm away and sometimes I have to be on a call to Africa or somewhere else, but most mornings I have breakfast with my wife. Why? Because it's important. And as a result, sometimes urgent things don't get done. Let me let you in on a secret. The sky has yet to fall in. So what about you? What about your life? Are you letting the myriad of urgent things crowd out the important things? Spending time with people, managing your personal finances, nurturing your children developing relationships with your co-workers. All of those things are incredibly important. And in many a person's life, they're being cast aside simply because people are too busy. I don't have time to exercise. Well, if you don't have time for exercise, which is important, let me tell you, you'll certainly be making time for sickness, which is going to become urgent. And actually, that's how it works. Doing the important things generally over time reduces the number of urgent things that you need to do. Because if important things go undone, they lead to crises, and those crises increase the urgent things requiring an immediate response. We've been talking these last few weeks about discovering your destiny. I don't know what your destiny is. I mean, really, I don't. But this is what I do know. Your destiny does not lie in the myriad of the things that other people tell you are urgent. Your destiny doesn't lie in answering hundreds of emails. Your destiny doesn't lie in reacting to other people's priorities. Your destiny somewhere is in doing the really important things in your life. Building the relationships. Having a great marriage. Doing the important things to take a career forward that's going to impact other people's lives. My friend, please don't make the mistake of letting the urgent crowd out the important. Because I'll say it again, I'm absolutely certain of this. Your destiny does not lie in the hundreds and thousands of urgent little tasks that other people think that you should do. I mean, if if you or I went to God, this God who handcrafted us, who designed us in his heart, blueprinted our DNA, if we went to him and said, Lord, what's the most important thing I have to do with my life? What do you think he'd answer? What would he put at the very top of our to-do list? Well, actually, we already know. 
a clever young lawyer asked him a very similar question. The lawyer sort of said, and this is my paraphrase, well, Jesus, you and I both know that the law that Moses handed down to us, there's a 613 commandments and prohibitions. It's kind of a lot. I mean, day to day, that's a lot of things to remember to do. So how would you sum up this law? I mean, if I'm trying to prioritise these things in my life, which ones of all of those commandments are the most important ones? You can read his exact words in Matthew's Gospel, chapter 22, and Mark, chapter 12. And if I had to paraphrase Jesus' reply in kind of here and now speak, it'd run something like this. Look, I know you have a lot of things to do. There are lots of rules. Do this, don't do that. They're all good things. But you can sum up the whole law in just two commandments. To love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind and all your strength. That's the most important one. And the second one is just like it. To love the people around you as much as you love yourself. That's the whole law in a nutshell. That's it. And you know something? The most important thing I do almost every day, the thing I do before anything else, is I spend an hour or so alone with Jesus, praying, reading the Bible, asking him questions. And that's what sets the course for my whole day. And day after day, month after month, year after year, it actually sets the course for my whole life. It is quite simply the single most important thing that I do. And it's through that time with Him that I've discovered my destiny. Before we go, I'd just like to remind you that if you have a prayer need, we would love to pray for you. Listen, the only sort of prayer that the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. Just let that sink in. The only sort of prayer the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. So if you'd like us to pray with you, in fact, if you'd like our whole prayer community to pray with you, stop by online at PowerfulPrayer.org to share your prayer request. It's completely confidential. Your name won't be displayed. And in fact, while you're there, perhaps you could pray for one or two others and leave them an encouraging word. The Bible says that the prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. So let us pray for you and with you. And let's just see what God does, how he intervenes, how he chooses to bless you. That web address again is PowerfulPrayer.org. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.